Hello everybody, welcome to Talking Twenties, another episode. My name is Taylor, if you are new, thank you for joining me for today's episode. It has been a couple of weeks. I am so sorry for kind of just going off the grid. It was not planned. I finished my exams uh, two weeks ago on the 17th of July. Uh, June oh my gosh and I as always it always happens I just crashed I didn't crash as hard as I have in the past which is such a good sign like honestly I dread the end of exams sometimes because in the past for me that's been associated with this huge yeah just crash of like energy emotional burnout like I become really emotional, uh, withdrawn, tired. I just sleep all the time. This time wasn't as bad. This time was just a good level of no motivation, (laughs) a good level of, a good lack of motivation, a good lack of productivity. And I tried to embrace it (laughs) because sometimes I need to remind myself to switch off and to give myself a break as tempting as it is for me to keep pushing myself all the time I need to remind myself to slow down sometimes so what I did was I took one week off podcasting and then a unplanned second week off podcasting and I am back now uh for the holidays I wanted to do a special little series which I'll get into in a minute um and today's the first episode of that little series just something to mix it up for the holidays and hopefully we'll be back on track now with um recording and starting to feel a bit more productive and motivated and also I'm just one of those people that I always need something going on like there's just never I never give myself a break and even when it's holidays I need something I have to be working on something so I'm so excited to put a bit more work and time into the podcast and back into YouTubing so yeah it should be fun I thought I'd give a quick update on exams and everything even though I will have talked about it a bit more in depth on my YouTube channel in my vlogs which possibly won't be up by the time that this episode is out because I'm super delayed with editing those But considering this is a uni-related topic uh, today in this episode, I thought I'd give you a little bit of a summary. So I had three exams this uh, exam period and they all went really well. I was so happy with them. I think this is my best semester yet, which is crazy because it was one of my toughest semesters in terms of my health, both physical and mental. I think I've been the most sick uh, physically almost ever honestly like I was just hit over and over again with the flu and in my in the exam period I got the flu and I got a sinus infection and I spent like over a week in bed and it was just not ideal at all I did my first exam in bed with the dunas tucked right up because I had like the chills and stuff and I managed through it I did it and considering I think I did really well but that's a bit of a snapshot of my exam period honestly um 
so yeah, I feel like I've rounded off the semester really well. And I also am very happy because I have a hectic semester coming up in SEM 2. I have four psychology subjects that I'm doing all third year. So it is going to be a tough semester considering I haven't done four subjects uh, since my first year I've been underloading so I've only been doing three subjects a semester and also considering I won't be doing a breadth which is uh, if you're not at uni Melb it's like a subject that you choose outside of your degree so this semester I'm not doing a breadth so normally your breadth subject is kind of like a bit of a relief like a bit of a chill more chill subject yeah I guess it's like a buffer and I don't really have that next semester so that is exciting though I'm actually excited to knuckle down next semester and put my head down and work um and we'll just see what happens with everything else but I was happy when I finished the semester off and I felt really good it's just a good way to end and it sets up SEM 2 very nicely so that is my um yeah wrap up from exams I hope that everyone went okay this is actually kind of a stupid episode to be doing uh, on the first week of my holidays, which is all about uni. Maybe I should have kept it for later, but we can listen back to this one um, when it's more relevant, maybe at the start of SEM 2. But today I wanted to share uh, the first episode of my new series called How To, very um, creative. And basically the idea behind this is obviously my podcast, I didn't want to make it an advice podcast. Uh, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, which I love, are kind of, yeah, advice-driven. And I, when I wanted to make a podcast, I didn't feel like I was uh, qualified enough or, you know, had that much advice to give. But rather, I wanted to make a podcast where I start a conversation, talk a bit about it, get some ideas going, and then together we can kind of talk about it a bit more and share our ideas and our advice uh, because at the end of the day, I have no idea what I'm doing, just like the rest of us. So I feel like the best way to, you know, work through life is to help each other out. But in saying that, I also did want to have a little dedicated space for uh, where I could put all my tips and just things that I've learned and just little ideas and tricks into one place. So this is a little bit more advice driven I guess than other episodes but I'm also going to turn to you guys on Saturday on Instagram and I think that's going to be a really good place for everyone to share their best tips about each of the topics that we will be discussing so hopefully (laughs) I don't know if I sold that very well Uh, but yes this is my new little series for the holidays and I just realized I don't haven't thought of a recommendation for this week Um, let me think. Surely I've watched something or read something. I guess a super quick recommendation, um, just thinking on the spot, is the book that I'm reading at the moment. I've talked about it a little bit on my YouTube. I don't think I've mentioned it yet on the podcast, but it is called Love Stories by Trent Dalton, uh, an Australian-based book. And basically, he sits on a corner in the CBD of Brisbane during the pandemic with a sign that says, tell me your love stories. And so the book is just a collection of people's love stories and it's a really, really lovely book. I love 
the short chapters because I get into bed I might read like five pages which is maybe a chapter and then that's my reading for the night um so yeah that's my really wholesome recommendation for this week um and it's also just such a lovely cover it's one of those books that you can just keep and it just looks so nice I don't know if anyone <laughs> understands that, but sometimes when I buy books, I'm like, this is a, what do they call it? A table book like that. Like I can keep this one for life, but let's get into the topic for today, which is how to uni. This goes for maybe if you're in your first year or heading into your first year. Um, I think that's one of the biggest learning curves I've ever experienced in my life is the transition from high school to uni. Sometimes I don't think you get enough credit for that transition and it's a big one. It's a huge step. Everything's different in every single aspect of your life. So a lot of the stuff I figured out in the first year, or not figured out, but my first year experiences led me to understanding this stuff and, you know, and figuring out how to uni. And if you're in second year or third year, um, I'm still learning like I think as well this semester has been my one of my biggest learning curves as in terms of semesters at uni going into third year just figuring out how to do uni outside of college like that's been a different experience for me getting to the pointy end of my degree and learning a bit more about kind of where to go with my degree and my career and I try to share these tips um, on my YouTube as well. So if you don't subscribe to me on my YouTube, I do throw some more kind of like practical tips into my videos. I try to, such as time blocking and how I organize things, how I take notes, how I write essays, uh, all of that stuff you can actually find over on my YouTube, a little bit as well on my Instagram. And this is honestly just stuff that you refine I think over your uni degree and I'm still figuring it out I'm in my second semester of my third year of my degree and I'm still learning things I'm still finding better ways to do things and my outlook and approach to uni also changes and has changed over the past couple of years what I want to do is share just a couple of my thoughts that I have uh, some things that I've learned over the years my first one is about embracing what you're learning. I thought I'd give some context as to why this one has been so prominent for me. Um, so basically I have always wanted to do psychology. That's a lie, I've not always wanted to do it, but when I was kind of at the end of high school applying to unis, I was really, really keen to do psychology. Nothing else really interested me as much as psychology did. So I ended up going to Uni Melbourne, obviously, and I ended up doing a science degree. And that's kind of the only degree that I really considered. Obviously, I had backups if I didn't go to, if I didn't get into Uni Melbourne, um, but I was always just like focused on getting into Uni Melbourne, getting the ATAR, and that was kind of my, my main option. The thing with Uni Melbourne is that they try to create um, well-rounded students, I guess. A lot of the way that the science degree um, is structured is that they want you to have subjects from different disciplines and basically they want you to get out the end with not just 
having taken a heap of psychology subjects, but they want you to have biology and they want you to have geography and, you know, a mix of science subjects. That's part of their model, which is a great model, unless you're me, who hates science. I don't know why. I constantly say this, but I don't know why I'm doing a science degree because I hate biology. Hate's a strong word. I don't like biology. Hate chemistry. Hate physics. Like, I'm just not the science type of person if anything I should be probably more arts there's bits of science that I like I like the statistics I like the maths I have a sciencey brain but in terms of subjects when I was picking my subjects in my first year especially I didn't want to do any of them and I ended up doing random first year science subjects um I can't exactly remember I did famine Um, As a geography subject, I did a cells one, a genetics one. And next year when I um, do my final semester, I'm going to have to go back and do more first year science subjects because I screwed up my degree. Anyway, this is a story for a different time. But the point of this story is that in my first year, I had to do a heap of subjects that I didn't like. My passion didn't lie in genetics and geography it was in psychology and all I wanted to do was get straight into psychology and I was only doing one psych subject in each semester I guess I had two options and I did consider both of these options which were to move unis I considered moving to ACU to do their bachelor of psychology which who knows maybe that would have been a better option and I could have just focused purely on psychology subjects Or my other option was to stick it through at Unimelb and I decided just to do that. Um, Again, we'll never know what the right option is and my view on it now is as long as I get my degree, I'm happy and I'm going to get my degree so I'm happy. But this taught me a really important lesson in my first year straight away which was just to embrace what you're learning. And I constantly have to remind myself this and next year I'm going to have to remind myself this when I inevitably have to do subjects that are first year subjects that aren't psychology that I'm not going to be entirely interested in. If you have that subject that is like a core or is a um, requirement for your degree, this is a very common experience is when you end up in a subject that you, you know, are half in there but you're not as interested in it as some of the other subjects you might be doing. I constantly remind myself the best way to approach these types of subjects is just to embrace what you're learning. So as much as I hated geography, I hated maps, um, I hated the way that the essays were structured, like in that first semester of my first year and I was doing this subject that I hated, I learned very quickly that it wasn't helpful for me to keep complaining and to keep telling myself how much I hated it. And over time, I've learned that if, sure, you know, you're going to have to accept and I'm accepting that I'm going to have to do a subject that I don't like. But it is so much better to look at it as a challenge, to try and find the interesting parts of it challenge yourself to try and find those parts of the content or of the assignments that are slightly interesting to you 
sometimes it's not as obvious as in the, it's in the main content. Sometimes there's little things um, that you might find as part of the content or you might find little skills as part of the subject that interest you. And I don't know if this is making sense, but ho- grabbing those things and holding onto them. I can't remember exactly what it was in my first year in that subject, that famine subject, but there was something, honestly, it might've been like a subtopic of my assignment. And there was one thing that interested me slightly more than the rest of it. And I grabbed onto that and I tried to learn about it. I tried to probably invest myself in it just as I would with any other subject. Um, I try to see the value of the content in the real world and obviously famine is a very important topic and it was a very um, relevant, you know, subject to be studying. But I guess I just learned that the best way to approach those things is to look at it as a challenge, to think about the skills that you will get out of it, even if that content doesn't stick forever, which it didn't with me. I can't remember anything from those first year subjects that I did. But out of it, I got I don't know, practice of essay writing. I learned how to persevere through something that I wasn't entirely interested in. So I guess that was a big lesson that I learned in my first year. Um, Sometimes you have to do things that you hate at uni and just try as hard as you can to remind yourself that it is so much better if you try to embrace it, if you try to find the importance, if you try to find the interest and uh, yeah, look deeper for the things that catch your interest and hold on to them throughout the subject. Okay, so moving on, uh, planning. If you know me, if you follow me on YouTube, would, you would know that I am a huge planner and I think everyone has different levels of planning. I would say that I am <laughs> um, probably on the upper end of the spectrum of planning and organisation almost too much sometimes but being prepared and planning ahead saves you from so much overwhelming stress and I think even if you're I'm telling you this today or not everyone figures that out at some point in their degree and some people learn it the hard way lucky I was I've always been this kind of person that's planned and organized and on top of things and I find joy in that stuff But sometimes I think people come from high school to uni and suddenly you're on your own and you're responsible for everything by yourself. And sometimes that catches people completely by surprise um, in the transition. So everyone learns it this one way or another, but planning and being prepared, it saves you from those weeks where everything hits you at once and it makes the semester much more enjoyable because I sometimes look at the semester when I'm checking in with myself throughout a semester, uh, which I try to do often because this is how I prevent myself from burnout. I kind of look at it the way I'm handling the semester and I'm either one of two things. I am ahead and I'm on top of things. So that's when I'm clear in my head about what I have coming up. I know what's coming up this week. I know what's coming up next week. I have a rough idea of the um, time span between now and when my next assignment is due. 
Um, I have a rough idea in my head, you know, a feeling of where I am in the semester. I feel on top of my days and I feel like I'm almost like that one little bit ahead of everything, which I think is the perfect place to be or just on top of everything. I think sometimes we need to cut ourselves some slack, which I do often. It's not always possible to be ahead of everything, but at least handing things in on time, um, feeling like you know what's going on and you're in the loop and you are keeping up with yourself and with everything that's happening versus I sometimes feel like I am being dragged and this was something that I experienced all through my first semester last year in in my second year um, and this was a really hard thing for me to deal with. It took me uh, the whole semester I worked with my psychologist on it. Once I kind of felt like I got swept away by my uni I constantly felt like I was one step behind and I guess it wasn't just uni, it was college and it was YouTube and everything that was happening in my life at the time as well. It's that feeling of fogginess almost when you think about what you have coming up, what you think about what's due, you know that mess and that fog in your brain, that's the worst. I try to avoid that because the opposite is when you feel clear and you kind of of course I'm not saying you have to remember all your assessment dates but just having a general sense of time and when everything is going on around you so that fog sucks forgetting things sometimes like I know that I'm getting burnt out and I know that I'm starting to be dragged when I start forgetting things little things even if I just forget like my laptop in my room that's a sign for me. I'm like, okay, I need to switch on. And am I being dragged right now by the stress and by how fast everything around me is moving? And do I feel like I'm not keeping up? It's just that feeling of being one step behind. I don't know if I can explain it any better than that, but I've experienced both of these things. I've experienced feeling dragged. And as a result of that last year, I felt really not grounded that was the main thing is that I felt like life was pushing me along and I wasn't in control if I had to describe it in an image and this is how I described it to my psychologist it was like I was being lifted along by life and my feet were not on the ground because everything was just pushing me and all I was doing was trying to get through the day to get to the next day to get to the next day to get on top of things so that is the definition of burnout for me is that feeling and then the opposite which is what I felt personally this semester which has been amazing I this semester of course there were days where I felt like I was being dragged behind and I think that's completely normal everyone feels that and it's gonna be an ebb and a flow of Um, I'm on top of it, I'm falling behind slightly, I'm back on top of it now. I think though the main thing is what I try and uh, check in with myself about is a majority of the time, where do I sit, where do I feel? And this semester, majority of the time I felt on top of it, uh, I felt like I was in control of my semester, I was in control of uni, I had a really clear idea of what was going on. So this can be this is all on my channel, this this kind of stuff, the practical tips of this. Like I mentioned before, a master task list for the whole semester, uh, assessment due dates, 
calendars, schedules, routines, to-do lists, everything like that helps me. And I have my own systems and I recommend that you create your own. But I, if you're listening to this and you're in your first year of uni or going into your first year of uni, I think that the best thing to do, because most of the time, at least for me, none of my first year subjects counted. It's easy to look at that. Also, that could have just been because of COVID. But I think, uh, for example, getting into psychology, it's my second and third year psychology subjects that are counted. None of my first year subjects count for me currently. So when I look back on it, it would have been very easy to write that first year off. And I know it's so tempting sometimes to be like, first year of uni doesn't even really count. If it does, it's only going to count a small bit. I'm just going to focus um, entirely on, you know, socializing or anything like that, which is fair enough. But I think it's so important to dedicate as much effort as you would in your second and third year to establishing uh, study habits and just like planning habits and planning routines. And I think I can put a lot of my success in my second and third year onto the fact that in my first year, I worked hard, not really any harder than most people, but I didn't slack off. And that has helped me in the long run because I had a year to use trial and error to figure out what study methods work for me. I tried everything. I set up different planning techniques. I tried to use Notion. I tried to use a diary. And now in my third year, I've curated this perfect planning, you know, system for me that works so well. As well with assessment writing, again, it would have been so easy for me to be like, oh, this doesn't even count. I'm going to put like not much effort into this assignment. But the feedback that you get in those first years on your assignment is so good because, you know, for example, I think I learned so much in my first year about essay writing, lab report writing, assessment, just like all of those tips about assessments, which meant that in my second and third year, I had practice and I had a whole year's worth of practice up my sleeve so that when it did start to count, I was ready and I knew I had the techniques and the tricks to hand in a good assessment and to do my exams well and how I best studied. Okay, so my third and last point that I wanted to cover in today's episode is something that I have been reminded of constantly from the Do You Effing Mind podcast by Alexis, which I've mentioned on here before. And I am having a mind blank right now about exactly the words that she uses, but she often talks about you have always wanted to be here, basically. If you like this idea, I highly recommend trying to find uh, where she speaks about this in her episode. She kind of drops it in there every now and then. This idea that when things get really rough, when you're sitting there at midnight trying to hand in this assignment, hating your life, you wanted this and you dreamt about being here. And this idea for me has been life-changing this year honestly I had never thought of it really that way and it's changed my approach and my outlook on uni so much because uni is not all rainbows and glitter and oh I love everything that I'm studying and how good am I and how good am I going to be in the world and when I get my job and everything 
it's such a hard slog to get there and it's so hard to look at the end and I think this is where a lot of people myself included go wrong in the past few years I've relied on the end to motivate me as in my dream of becoming a psychologist or that day that I get my degree and that day that I go into my master's I think that's an amazing thing to have and I still of of course keep that in my mind is my dreams for the future but I think it's almost better when you remind yourself of those times like I remind myself of high school and year 12 when all I could want all I was waiting for what I used to dream about what I used to daydream about what I used to tell myself when I was studying for my HSC was you want to be a uni mob student and you're going to move to Melbourne and you're going to study psychology and you're going to learn all of this stuff that you are so interested in that you've never had the opportunity to learn yet and uni is going to give you that. That for me is even more motivating than thinking about the end result. For example, I use this a lot in my studying swap back week. I'd be sitting in the library and I was trying to study for my clinical psychology subject and of course like it's tough and studying sucks sometimes a lot of the time most of the time it's not fun and I was sitting there and I was like this sucks my brain hurts like I'm not enjoying this at all and I reminded myself that three years ago I was working so hard and I used to literally dream about how I could stop studying maths and I can stop studying English and biology and you know all my HSC subjects and I can finally start focusing I can start learning about psychology and I was so excited to learn about I don't know clinical psychology and mental disorders and all of the stuff that I'm literally learning right now and sometimes you just have to rediscover and remind yourself of your passion and your love for what you're doing again I also say this from a perspective of someone who loves what they study and I know that there might be people listening who are in a degree that they're not enjoying who are unsure of what they might be doing in their lives who just really struggle to get any reward from uni and I totally hear that and I also think that this is not for everyone this kind of approach but I wanted to pop it in here in case it was something that might be beneficial to people is reminding yourself you dreamed of this you're doing what you dreamed of and this goes for anything in my life it's one of my favorite things to think about is like even living in Melbourne I'm like I'm living here with a in a share house with two of my best friends in Melbourne by my you know away from my family three years ago that was like a dream that was seemed so far away and it seemed like I had to work so hard to get there and it was the thing that used to bring me motivation and joy and excitement for the future and I'm doing it so when things might not you know be a bit rough or might sometimes I might take that for granted you know you're doing what you dreamed of doing and you're doing what you have always wanted to do and I find that that really helps that kind of mindset and approach to uni and to content and to studying and it helped me I saw the results 
because when I finally looked at what I was studying as important to me and as exciting and when I was like wow I this is so cool that I get to learn this stuff like sure it's not exciting stuff and sure it's a lot of rote learning but it's cool and it's such a nice opportunity to have to be able to learn these things so I enjoyed studying a lot more it didn't drain me as much I didn't spend my whole time going I am so exhausted and I hate everything and everything is so boring. Sometimes it's all about mindset. Sometimes it's just all in the mindset. And I know that's such a simplistic way to look at uni and I'm not at all um, underplaying all the other factors involved in getting through a uni degree, but mindset is so huge. And I guess that's what a lot of today's episode has been about which is interesting. Maybe that's just what's really important for me in my current point of my degree. So that brings me to the end of today's episode. I have so much more to talk about, but I'm trying to cap these episodes to be a bit shorter so that you guys can listen to them on a commute or on your way to work or uni. So I'm going to stop myself from sitting here all afternoon and rambling, but I would love to hear your thoughts on Saturday on my Instagram at talking20spod. All your tips, all your advice, what you thought of what I said today, if you agree or disagree, I want to hear it all because we are all in this together. I think it's just the best way to make our way through our 20s is to do it together. So thank you for listening to today's episode. I will see you next week. I hope you have a lovely week. Take care of yourselves. Have a break if you are on uni break and yeah, I will see you next week. Bye.